Yeah, so I think we should just reiterate that point that there is definitely, you know, marks off for a lack of logo on this PowerPoint. Yeah. Uh, but general presentation, neat and tidy. Possibly a, a splash of colour wouldn't have gone amiss, but, you know. Uh, no, 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 I'm monochrome. Uh, emotionally <laughs> and physically. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my, my colour scheme. That's what I will say as well, Ross, is... Just imagine how beautiful it would be as your lovely bride is walking down the aisle if she was to have a wheel song. Oh. As, as she's walking down the aisle. Like all the other songs, all the love songs, they've been done. This one is original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ish, and it's never been done. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Above Average Sports Quiz Thing. I'm G.Y. and I'm joined by a man who prepared for the podcast by listening to a Best Rock of 2003 playlist. So he's only hoping that there are questions on Evanescence. It's Tom. Hello, how are we doing? All good. And also joining me, as usual, a man who's now making a habit of not remembering his relatives' birthdays and is at risk of ostracism from his own family as a result. It's well. Present. <laughs> not before time i will elaborate on that when we come to our dedication but it falls to me this evening to uh, introduce our guest host who very clearly this afternoon has demonstrated his above average qualities at uh, throwing together a quiz in one afternoon uh, well known to be above average already uh, for his spreadsheet skills uh, his clear pre uh, powerpoint presentation skills as we will come on to um, but credit where it's due as he's top of the Fantasy Baseball League for the first time in his entire fantasy career. It is indeed. Good evening, Ross. Thank you, Will. I'd just like to add, undefeated. Yeah, undefeated. <laughs> and who are you playing this week, Ross? Uh, you. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to continue. <laughs> we're one night in and you've only got a slight lead, which will grow day by day. That's the plan. Um, but actually, talking of credit where it's due, I think we need to call out, G, that Tom did in fact get the first clean sweep. This is just to bring Ross down a peg or two. There were 10 nil result for um, for Tom. Yep, first clean, um, first clean sweep of the season from anyone. That's what I'm here for. As it came up against a man of this parish, we should just call out Andy Senior, who, uh, who, who's been on the on the pod before, and uh, this week was on the receiving end of an absolute hiding. He was. I'm hoping he's in for another one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got him for the next two weeks. So. <laughs> uh, there you go. The thing is about Andy is, um, I haven't shared a bed with him, but he did let me stay at his house, which is almost as good. Um, <laughs> so I think he just likes me. <laughs> So, dedication. Do you mind if we come on to that, G? Let's go for it. So, I, I put this out there on Saturday, and I think um, Ross will have some awareness of uh, where this is going. But um, on Saturday, I spent a very pleasant evening in the presence of my uh, brother-in-law, my brother-in-law-to-be, and my potential brother-in-law-to-be, as well as um, some of their nearest and dearest. And it came to my attention that this would be a wonderful opportunity, uh, knowing that uh, Ben is going to be uh, my brother-in-law in just under uh, three weeks' time, that we dedicate the episode to him. But picking up on that earlier point, uh, after my performance last week was remembering Alan's birthday, I hadn't appreciated the Ben's birthday is also today. Um, so it is quite <laughs> fitting. It is quite fitting that we chose on Saturday to dedicate this week's podcast to him. Um, so it's a combination of, you know, looking forward to the wedding and happy birthday to Ben. Ben, my is Ben. Dedications. It's all it. 
Nice one. So the avoidance of doubt, this is uh, Ruth that is getting married, uh, in case you're wondering which one of uh, Alan's sisters it was. Um, and it's only right that she should get a mention, uh, you know, akin to Ben uh, in the build up to their wedding this month. And you said about um, a brother-in-law potential to be. Yeah. I think if he ever does pop the question, there's no better place than the above average on podcast podcast so yeah make a listen to it you wonder why am i listening to it and then boom just kind of yeah that host yeah. it or whatever just just throwing that... it out there it's an idea that, yeah I mean, I, that may have sounded slightly presumptive but i mean basically he's, great, he's grace's boyfriend so i just elaborated on that so there you go yeah, yeah. no pressure yeah, I mean, no, no pressure it doesn't it doesn't work out with them the offer extends to whoever yeah, anyone anyone yeah yeah Yes, yeah. we're available for any proposals that anybody, yeah. wants, to do. <laughs> anybody wants to do. Just... We'll, we'll do some live entertainment yeah. at the wedding as well. Yeah. Just to check, go. guys, because I'm, I'm getting married at some point in the future. So what services are available? Because I'm, you know, I'm open to that. Jill? Uh, have you already proposed? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, I told her that I had a Pinterest page and that I was, <laughs> I was planning our wedding. And that... Um, <laughs> Close enough. Plan. <laughs> she, so my, my original plan was that I was going to organise the entire wedding and then invite her to attend. Now, Ooh, I, I, this is confidence slash arrogance, which then got replaced by realisation that I am a moron and that nothing good could come <laughs> of this. Um, so I, I sat her down just before COVID started, uh, just before lockdown, and said, Jill, I've got some news for you. I've got a Pinterest page. I've organised the wedding. Uh, we're going to we should do it. And she looked very shocked. She started to say yes, to be fair, but we have bought the ring, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you want to take this opportunity to reinforce that message, Ross, and, you know, and put it out there. Uh, if you, if you, want to make an, if you want to make an official proposal here. Yeah. Uh, no, it's because she won't listen. She'll download, but she won't listen. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll take the download. We'll take the download. <laughs> yeah, the download's fine. <laughs> what, what I can do, I can put it in the preview of the episode. Uh, no, it still feels uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say we didn't offer yeah, he's wishing he hadn't piped up about his Pinterest page now. I'll send everything later, boys. Can't wait, can't wait. Right, should we get on to some feedback? Yes. It's feedback. Do, 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 it's feedback. Do, 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 it's feedback. Do, 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 it's feedback. Remembering it all this week. I know. Well, after forgetting everything last week, I thought, <laughs> thought we'd make an effort this week. So, <laughs> right, feedback. Uh, Tom, anything from you? Well, it's kind of a bit when I get to the wheel song, um, so I'll kind of leave it. Um, other than what was it, Ed? I think we're talking on about um, sharing a bed with him because I said I'd have my second job, and he said you've got to wait three weeks. So if people want the update on me and Ed sharing a bed, honestly, I don't know how Charlie does it all the time. Yeah, so we've got to wait a couple of weeks for that. But... Well, that's one week gone, so, you know, only two more to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, you know, and we can live stream it then. <laughs> Direct on like, bed. No, because they used to do it with Big Brother, didn't they? They used to watch people sleep. So that's what they can do with us. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll put it on the YouTube as a live feed. Sorted. Right. Will, anything from you? Well, I was reminded that we'd actually had some feedback then when uh, when Tom said that about Ed. So that's then led me on to realising that uh, Ross piped up and asked for a guest appearance. So we've honoured that. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I don't think I've got any other uh, feedback. But I'm pretty confident you'll come to Ross for any feedback, which might be interesting because I'm not 
hundred percent sure how many uh, episodes Ross has actually listened to um, thus far. We'll find out in a minute. So, uh, my feedback. Um, so, Joe has she didn't clean the bathroom, but she did catch up on all the podcasts while she was cleaning the bedroom. Uh, oh, I did. So, so she listened. She listened to <laughs> yeah. three episodes. So she caught up on the season finale, part two. Uh, obviously, the additional F one bonus quiz, and last week's opener. Um, mass, that's a massive bedroom he's got. Yeah, yeah. It's not a massive bedroom. She just had a lot of crap to sort out on her side of the room, <laughs> and, and and all her summer clothes. So um, her, her half of the bedroom. So that's okay. That's well, her side of the bed, basically. Right. Um, so season finale. Uh, she enjoyed Lorcan being on. She 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 enjoyed listening to him. She enjoys she enjoyed the accent. No pressure, Ross. No pressure. <laughs> So and and she thinks we should have them on again, which I think we probably will at some point. No um, pressure, yeah, no okay. pressure, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, she's loving your songs as always. Um, she said she actually knew some of the answers in the finale as well. Uh, so some of the Lorcan's questions, which she enjoyed, and she also said John's quiz was too hard. <laughs> so, she, so she didn't enjoy. She didn't enjoy it as much as Lorcan's. <laughs> so, but generally, all good stuff. And she's caught up. She's made the effort. Um, and she made a she made a point of seeing how much effort that was to listen to all three episodes yeah. in one go. Our pleasure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, Ross. As the custom is for any guest to give us some live feedback, what have you got for us? It's good. Uh, I have listened to some podcasts. I listened to <laughs> how you many? Guys. How many? How many? Uh, I would say less than ten, more than one. Uh, somewhere in that range. So somewhere, um, somewhere below thirty-eight percent. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, average. I, I'm intrigued at this, by Ross. Did you listen to the baseball uh, podcast that we had? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had. I will. Do. I'll get men. back to it. The, the issue I have, and I'll be open, is that I have no commute time. I um, so historically, all my podcast time has been given up to fantasy baseball podcasts. So that I could dominate my leagues. Um, just so we're clear. Dominate. And that is clearly working. <laughs> but but this year I'm not listening to podcasts, so it feels like it might just be um, nebulous information that doesn't help. Uh, and my commute is either, you know, just 40 seconds or three minutes from parents' house, which means less time for this. Uh, and I'm very committed to a man playing. F- Football manager on YouTube uh, uh, at lunchtime every day, uh, which feels like it's taking all of my life away, and I don't know why I watch that. So, trying to boil an egg while you're watching YouTube. Oh. So. Uh, well, no, 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 John's John's just not very good at technology. I've watched him fail miserably at many technological things. Um, that's, that's not very reassuring because we're expecting him this week to upload it to Sporkle. I know. Oh. So <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, but feedback, I, I would agree that last week, Tom, it felt like the song, uh, it felt very intense, like you might have been sweating hard during it. So it's a lot of effort, but I, I felt nervous for you throughout it. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's priority one. I also was listening with the sat nav on. So it, the sat nav dominated some of the conversation, which was disappointing. If you thought that John's quiz was hard, I apologise sincerely to <laughs> any future listeners. Um, I've gone eclectic in in my search, uh, so that is that is how I've approached this. But I have themed it strongly today in that it's the best of humanity or the worst, one of those two. Amazing, <laughs> amazing! Can't wait. So on that note, should we get on with it? 
Wonderful. Oh, hang on. Are we not doing my wheel? Oh, oh, oh hang oh. on. True. Oh. <laughs> Do we have a picture of my face? If we have branded. <laughs> right. Can you see? Can you see the wheel? I can see. I can see the wheel. I can see one obvious yes. error with it, which I'm sure you're going to elaborate on. I just. I don't know why. I think it's probably because I either called John Ross or Ross John at one point. So uh, Easily done. I can't remember which way around it was. So we've got about a dozen Rosses and one John. If it hits John, though, do we use his quiz again? Will you be better next this week? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, the, just see, let's just see the, what happens, isn't it? The irony, the irony was that John wasn't actually on the wheel last week. It was just the number one. Yeah, well, we made up for it this week. He's on it this week. Okay. He will be pleased. It's, it's basically a token gesture. Right. Tom, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Right, we're spinning the wheel in three, two, one. You're just too round to be true. Love watch you go round like you do. You be like heaven to spin. Oh, how I want to win. At long last you've arrived. And I thank God you're not five. You're just too round to be true. Love to watch you go round like you do. I love the wheel, and if it's quite all right, I love the wheel. Such a lovely side, I love the wheel. Keep on spinning, I say. I love the wheel. <laughs> um, I had to do that because Neil Jenkins got in touch and said it was a bit too England-centric, my wheel song last week. So uh, he thought it was a bit england biased, so I thought throw a Welsh one in there. Neil Jenkins, the ex uh, rugby player. Yeah, yeah, King of Wales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good man. Concerned. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've landed. Uh, sadly, John, not on you. We've landed on Ross. <laughs> can, I, can I just say that I was, I was, I was struggling with that wheel song because I went to a place where I knew exactly which one of my mates' wedding song that was. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely perfect. And it was Maccas, so we'll definitely have to listen this week. So I'll get him to uh, dial in from Australia. Um, And the other thing was, did anybody else get slightly um, unnerved when Tom said, as long as you're not five? A little bit. I didn't mean that in like a wedding sense. I meant the number five and the wheel because that was Scottish football. It was just my brain had gone to wedding. I was like, as long as your bride's not five. This is really, really dodgy. Well, I, I mean, you know, it is important to say... You know, it is important that they, the bride isn't fine. Yes. <laughs> I think we should move on quickly, G. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll move on swiftly. Back to Ross again. To okay. Let's go. So question one. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry. I'm going to set a 30-minute timer. 30-minute timer. I'm going to 30 minutes. So you've got to squeeze all these questions in and we've got to try and answer them. He like says that, Ross, but it really doesn't apply. No, that's what I've t- that's another bit of feedback I've noticed. <laughs> so I'm trying to stick to this just because if I make a 30 minute quiz, it's so much easier for me to edit because I just leave that 30 minutes as it is without any editing. That's my plan anyway. So we'll see. Okay, right, we're ready. Okay, ready. off you go. So the first question I themed was perfection because I thought that you guys would aspire into that. And my f- no, no, just, just above average. Just above average. So, <laughs> the 2003-2004 Premier League season is famous for the Invincibles, a shout I'm a Spurs fan. The Arsenal side that went undefeated with, with 12 draws through the Premier League season. Only one professional team completed a season winning every game they played. Can you name them? Option one, the 1985 Chicago Bears. 
Option two, the 1927 New York Yankees. Option three, the 1972 Miami Dolphins. Option four, 1976 to 77 Montreal Canadiens. What a question that what is. Question. Pretty, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's the 72 Dolphins. I'm like, sure they had an undefeated season. I like in the spirit of getting on with it and Tom being confident. I like it, G. Should we go? I that? like it as well. The, the Yankees were, I wasn't fancying so. I know it's definitely not the Bears because they I, lost to the Dolphins in 85. Yeah. I was fancying one of the NFL teams, so yeah, let's go over it. Yeah. That's right. Can I ask a yes. question as to what my baseball team, fancy baseball team name is? The Dolphins. 72, 72 Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, 72 Dolphins. It is indeed, yeah. It is indeed. Yeah. Cocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. There we go. I just thought I'd bring that in there. Uh, yeah. Number two, an exercise in futility. <laughs> Winners these losers like fish need water. Which team holds the longest streak in professional team sports for losing? Number one, the Chicago Cardinals. Number two, the Philadelphia 76ers. Number three, the Philadelphia Phillies. And number four, AFC Sunderland. Hmm. See, it's, it's, it hasn't got my default, which is Detroit. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 76ers were good at one point. And presumably, Ross, is this, this is the number of games. Consecutive games, not yeah. duration. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. I don't know who the Chicago Cardinals are, but I assume that they're the baseball team that moved to St. Louis. Ross is giving nothing away as to whether or not that's no, right or wrong. Can't <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Tom. Concentrate, Tom. Concentrate. Uh, I mean, Sunderland were bad for a little while. When? Because Derby's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, Sunderland were bad for quite a while. You mean when they dropped out of the Premier League and ended up in League One or whatever it was? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't go like a whole season. No, they didn't, no. So, and sport sport wise, do we think it's going to be baseball, basketball? I, I think it's less likely football, just because they play less games. Yeah. Season. But I think it's more likely to be basketball. Can we think the seventy sixers? Should we go for it? But apart from the fact that we had the seventy sixers in a different question, where they were listed in like one of the top four the teams. Top yeah, but you can have a great record one season. You can, and you can go off. Can't you? Yeah, you, yeah. You, can, you can have a bad run. Yeah. I'd love it if they, this is the bad run that happened in 1976. <laughs> this is why they called themselves the 76ers. Philadelphia, a they, a they hate their sports teams in Philadelphia. <laughs> they boo them all the time. <laughs> it's quite an eclectic group of names. Like, why is why is Sunderland in there with all these other Americans? Yeah. I don't know. We need to pick an answer, though, because we're already Let's go four, to 70, we're, we're four se- minutes in. 76, <laughs> 76ers. We'll go with 76ers. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Do it. Close, but they were second. Philadelphia 76ers lost 28 games in 2015. Um, the Chicago Cardinals were an NFL team. They lost oh. 29 games oh. in a row. Oh. 1942 to 1945. So apologies, none of you are alive. And yeah. don't remember it. Okay. Will, when I wrote this next question, I was thinking of you. Oh, so thanks. I had one of these last week and that stank. But this was a stubborn to the end. <laughs> Tolstoy famously said the two most powerful warriors are patience and time this is perfectly illustrated by a good innings in cricket which of these bat- batsmen spent the most time at the crease in a single innings we have Alistair Cook Hanif Mohammed, Gary Kirsten 
and Sanath Jayasuriya. Okay, so I thought Brian Lara might come up. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to come up, Will. <laughs> and then I thought, boy, I thought Boycott might come up. I don't know the answer to this chap, but my gut says Alistair Cook. Yeah. You'd be quite stubborn. Yeah, I don't know. I think okay. it's Alistair I don't it's think Alistair. I heard of the others. Kirsten was decent. Jaisaria. I don't remember much. I know uh, the name. No, Jaisaria was a quick scoring batsman who's mm. famed for his Sri Lanka one day uh, innings. Is. Kirsten did do something where he was, broke some sort of record one point, South African opening left hander. I can't remember who Hanith Mohammed is. Yeah, I don't either. But. Mm, Alistair Cook makes because that was one of the things about him. They said he he wouldn't necessarily make rather like quick runs. It was a real slog. Should we go Cook then? Let's go Cook. Go on. Okay, so Alistair Cook batted against Pakistan in Abu Dhabi in 2015 for 836 minutes, scoring 263. Uh, Jaya Surya scored 240 runs in 799 minutes in 1997 in India uh, versus in Colombo. Gary Kirsten, 275 runs in 878 minutes, longer than Cook. Uh And Hanif Mohammed, uh, 1958, so again, maybe before your time, scored 337 in 970 minutes. Oh, wasn't even in the top two. I mean, that would have... <laughs> 970 minutes is a long time to watch somebody stand about. Well, there you go. I've learned something new. There you go. There we go. Definitely. Next question. Sweet, sweet, slow perfection. So staying on the slow theme, the rocket... Ronnie O'Sullivan once completed a maximum 147 break in 5 minutes and 20 seconds. The baby-faced assassin, fearless Fergal O'Brien, holds the record for the slowest 147 professional snooker. But how much faster was the Essex Exocet? Oh, wow. So did you, do you want me to explain the question? No, or no, I, think no, I, I, think, I think we got the question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so just for the listeners, we got 6 minutes, 51 seconds, 12 minutes, 22 seconds, 15 minutes, 36 seconds, or 24 minutes, 42 seconds. And we've got to add that to 5 minutes, 20 seconds, which is how quickly Ronnie O'Sullivan did that uh, fastest 147 to work out the slowest. I reckon. Well, it's got to be the biggest one, hasn't it? If it's going to be, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's still thirty minutes. I mean, uh, that's thirty minutes. Yeah. The next yeah. one down is next one down is twenty-one minutes. Yeah, I think thirty minutes. Oh, I think one of them definitely. But... I think twenty-one minutes is still quick for a one-four-seven. In all honesty, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, five minutes is is ridiculously quick, but yeah, twenty minutes for pro the cleanup. Well, look. I don't want to go there particularly, but as Tom beat me on the penult- <laughs> the penultimate frame on a respotted black uh, at Riley and Swansea are the best of 55, I'll default to Tom, but I think it's the longest one. I, I think it's that one as well. About 30 minutes, I seems. I mean, by then, me and Will had, it was about 5-4 or something like that. <laughs> one red each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they just fouls. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. So we'll go for the 24 minutes, 42 seconds. Fortunately wrong. Uh, 12 minutes, 22 seconds. It oh, took him 17 really? minutes and 42 seconds to get See, that's the time. Remarkably quick. Well, he obviously, he obviously yeah. didn't drink two pints during that one. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, he's at the table. He's just yeah. at the table. Yeah. But to be honest, that was mostly an excuse to get multiple um, 
uh, nicknames into into the quiz. I thought <laughs> <laughs> the baby face discussion, fearless Virgo O'Brien, is underused in, in general parlance. Yeah, I think that might be my baseball team name. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, the next question is about spondulix. Every year, grown men ride bicycles around large countries for weeks on end. The most famous of these events is the Tour de France, where the winner wins a yellow jumper. How much does the winner get paid per kilometer cycled in the race? Now, this is a harsh question because you assume you have to know the how much you win the Tour de France and how far they cycle. However, I've tried to keep it simple for you guys. £14.35 per kilometer. Oh, it's euros, it's euros, that's big. Uh, euros, yes, accurate, <laughs> accurate, yep. 14 euros, 35 centimes, 143 euros, 50 centimes per kilometre, 1,435 euros per kilometre, or 14,350 euros per kilometre. And to caveat and to clarify, this doesn't include any extra prize money for wearing the yellow jersey on a day, or for winning any individual legs. This is just the prize money for winning the yellow jersey. Right. <laughs> how, much well, do reckon, you... how much do we reckon they win? Well, I don't know. Or, or... How long do you think it is? Well, they're doing like between like 100 to 200 kilometers a day. Apart, well, um, apart from the time trials, which are shorter. Yeah. 40, 40, 50 kilometers. And you have a couple of rest days. And that's it's like three weeks, isn't it? Yeah, so is it... Is it 20, 21 stages or something? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's about that. Um, so, if, so if we if we say there's, as a rough guess, I've got a calculator now, 20 stages, right? How many kilometres per stage? I have absolutely I'd say about 100, 150, just see what we get from that. I think it might be more, but... So we're looking at 3,000 kilometres there. Um, obviously, there'll be a couple of shorter ones in. So if that's three thousand, right? If they win fourteen pound thirty, fourteen euros, that's only forty-three thousand. Yeah, so you think it's more than that? If it's, it's hundred, more if, like if it's probably more like half a half a million well, euros. Isn't this it? is above yes. average maths, by the way. <laughs> so one hundred forty-three <laughs> euros fifty would be four hundred thirty thousand euros. If the next one up is going to be four million. I don't think That's, they win that. That much. seems like too much, doesn't it? Yeah, so let's go yeah. one four three fifty. And the next yeah. one up and the next one up is obviously forty three million euros, which is sounds astounding. Yeah. Four million sounds like a lot. Yeah. I think that's too much. Okay, one Ross, we go hundred and forty three fifty. That was amazingly worked out. So they cycle three hundred and forty eight no, three thousand four hundred eighty four kilometers. And they win five hundred thousand euros. Yes, get in. So there you go. One hundred forty-three pounds or euros and fifty centimes per kilometer. Those, those two math A levels came in handy there for me. <laughs> that was <laughs> that, that and the calculator, Jim. Yeah, a thing of a thing of beauty. To be honest, I'm very impressed. <laughs> Don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We might need to do John's quiz for a challenge. Okay. <laughs> so somebody last week said they wanted a kabaddi question. <laughs> I did. I, I, let, let me say, I did not say I wanted a kabaddi question. What I said was, because we were talking about trans world sport, I was waiting for a kabaddi question to come up because that's the one thing that I always remember at trans world sport is the kabaddi. Yeah. So, so I've themed this question as holding your breath and jumping about. 
Pardeep Narwhal is widely regarded as the best offensive player in the PKL. Which is of course the, he is. Yep. Leading the record books with the most total points, the most raid points, and the most successful raids. But how many raids has he completed in his 107 matches? 989, 880, 788, 690. So, G, with your knowledge of Trans World Sport, how <laughs> difficult is it to successfully complete a raid um, or what's the other thing here? Or score a point? No, simply raids. We're only this looking is, for raids. This is just raids. How many raids? Just raids. Well, bear in mind how many would be each. <laughs> like an average per match. So if he's well, played 107, is it realistic to, to say that he's made nine successful uh, raids on average in a what do you, in a match? Is that what we call them? In a match. Um, I mean, going back to Transworld Sport, I was probably, <laughs> this was probably like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, and my memory from last week is bad enough. I'm sure, that, I'm sure the rules haven't changed that much. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't remember the rules of it. I just remember watching it and jumping about. Oh, you remembered your maths A levels, though, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's more useful. Well, do we, do we think... I don't know, what, what do you reckon? Do we reckon six and a half per match? Do we reckon seven, so, eight or nine? So I've watched the occasional bit. I think it's on Sky every now and again or something like that. And it looks like not a lot happens for long periods while they like posture around. So I'd go low. I'd go six hundred and ninety. Tempted to go for one of the middle ones. <laughs> That's just because you're hedging your bets, Tom. <laughs> yeah, is it? <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I know. don't know. So, seven eight eight. I'd go for just as a thing. But I'm happy to go with Will. We'll go. We'll, we'll give Will this one. We'll go with Will. Six ninety. Yeah. Lay the blame on my door. Let's go six ninety, Ross. Absolutely not. Not even close. Uh, it was eight hundred eighty. Yeah. Ah, sorry. He's been a dominant individual, Pardeep. Uh, yeah. He loves his Bukata, buddy. So I, I just having having heard you want it, I I had to give it to you. Thanks. 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 You're welcome. Just, just to say, we're we're over halfway through the thirty-minute time limit. We're only on question seven. <laughs> we can we'll try to accelerate. Uh, bigger, big, bigger, biggest. Twenty nineteen, a time before COVID, until COVID happened, had some great sporting events, including the Rugby World Cup and Tom Brady's winning the winning the sixth ring. Which of these is the heaviest? Lewis Hamilton's Formula One Mercedes, including Lewis. That's the twenty nineteen one, obviously. The two thousand and nineteen Rugby World Cup. England Rugby World Cup final pack. Bodacious, who was the 2019 PBR Brand of Honor Bowl, and the Super Bowl 53 New England Patriots offensive line, including their t- tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Right. Wow. Tom, Tom how many in an offensive line? Um, well, we've got your center, your two guards, your two tackles, and your tight end. So six. And they're all like, all your tack, um, and they're going to be like three hundred pounds. So, do class. you think do you think those six would weigh more than uh, uh, England's pack? Uh, so England's eight. 
forwards. But bear yeah, in mind, I, they, th- I think they weren't. I think so, they weren't. so I reckon England, the England pack was probably in the region of 900 kilos. Do I need to convert? Do I need to convert kilos to pounds? Can you can you convert <laughs> that into pounds? So that's hundred. That's just just shy of two thousand pounds. Well, you're, in you're, so you're saying well, I think they're about 300 pounds. So that would give you 1800, which says the England pack was heavier. Yeah. I mean, okay. some of them are like 330. So. Okay, so I think we can rule out Lewis Hamilton, who's only about probably nine stone. And, and his, his car. car, and his car. And his car, which is probably about a stone. So, um, I, I, <laughs> so I've got a feeling the car's way roughly around the six to 700 kilo mark. It is. Just to just point out, is this with fuel or without? Because fuel makes a massive difference in a car. You're correct. Uh, no, without, I think. Although okay. all cars have the same starting weight, just so you know. Like, yeah. they, they so don't it's just stand, the stand away. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's rule out Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to rule that out because I think, the, I think that is less than the, uh, the England yeah. pack. The curveball is bodacious. The how much does a ball? How much does a ball weigh? A ball weighs a ton, literally, doesn't it? Well, horses weigh like close to a ton, don't they? Horses are really heavy. A bull's surely heavier than a horse, or at least the same. No, a bull's heavier than a horse. Yeah. And this is bodacious. He's a <laughs> brand of honour bull. So do you reckon, do we, do we want to go for the bull? Well, if you I'll pick her with the bull, if you think it's going to be more than... If you if you picture a rodeo and you see that bull coming out and he's got, you know, the three or four guys around him that are there like safety stewards, the bull is considerably bigger than those guys and they won't be little blokes. So it could well be the bull. I reckon we go for the ball. Yeah, yeah let's go for the ball. This, this is Ross, so he's deliberately putting these in, in there to throw. <laughs> so I think I think you go with this Super Bowl um, offensive line because I like the ball. I'd normally be drawn to the ball. But <laughs> I think because it's Ross, he's trying to... He, he, he likes a smart answer uh, and he's trying to throw us off with the ball. Yeah. Or well, we go, go well, the ball, and then if we're wrong and, and Ross has played a trick on us, then I'll heed these words for future questions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Tom? I think the ball. <laughs> Is that a lot, though? Like a bum ball, like the size of more than six offensive linemen? So, this is what I'm thinking. Do you reckon it weighs two tonnes? A ball will weigh two tonnes. No, he said a tonne. I, I, I like, go, oh, go. I tell you, you've taught me out. <laughs> so, I think England's World Cup pack would have been around 900 kilos. So, you're looking at close to two tons. That's just under 2,000 pounds, which we think is probably slightly more than the Patriots' offensive line. Yeah, and therefore the ball, the ball could be two tons. The ball could be two tons. Actually, hang, hang on, hang on. Am I am I overestimating that nine hundred? Is it more around the eight? No, it's probably going to be more around the eight hundred kilo mark. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> let's so just move on. Very close. Let's, let's, yeah, no. let's just go with the ball and move on. Go with go with the ball and move on. <laughs> go with the ball. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, just so you know, Will's right in that my aspiration is to haunt you all evening. Um, <laughs> so the always so just simply um, the F one car weighs seven hundred forty kilograms. Uh, the offensive line weighs 852 kilograms. A ball weighs 860 kilograms. And the England pack is 920 kilograms. Oh. Uh, so, do I amazing, like you literally, brilliant knowledge. 
push the button. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm doing my job here. It's John, no good though, is it? <laughs> John would be so proud of us talking ourselves out of our own answers. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next question is, you take me higher and higher. What is the highest stadium in the world? The Mile High Stadium, the Estadio Daniel Astidis Carrion, the Municipal Stadio of El Alto, or Sabina Park? Love the pronunciation, by the way. Yeah. You're doing me proud. <laughs> so, so we know the Mile High Stadium is in Denver, don't we? Yeah, that's yeah. Pro- that is. Now, I think, I think one of these is in Ecuador, which is also very high. Um, near Machu Picchu, and I think it's probably Machu Picchu is in Peru. Um... <laughs> Machu Picchu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's, it, it borders Ecuador. Oh right, it's all South America, mate. It's like it's what, I think. I think Bolivia is quite high, though, isn't it? I've got I, mean, a map I mean, a lot of it is. If you look at like Mexico as well, is altitude. Um, so like all the, a lot of those Southern American countries are altitude. So why do I? Where's Sabina Park? Does anyone know? Well, I thought I was in the Caribbean. I thought it was a Caribbean cricket ground, but maybe it's, maybe it's not. Maybe it is, and this is how he's getting in your head, Will. Well, I know this is a low. <laughs> that's, so that's low, like a sea level, isn't it? Sabina Park. It's definitely a cricket ground. So are we going to rule that out? You think? We go for yeah. one. We're going to. I think it's two. one of the. Well, the fact that the Municipal Stadium of Al- Alto, El Alto. <laughs> is, there, I, I do, is, is, is that him throwing us off again? Then? I think it's the second one, and I'm not sure where it is, but I would say it's either in Ecuador or Peru, and it's a great height. It's like somewhere like Quito, somewhere like that. Um, Quito is the capital of Ecuador. Yeah, I think it... Let's go for that. I, we, we're learning more and more about Ross, so obscure <laughs> is good. Okay. I'll say it's that, but I'll say it's Bolivia. Okay, we'll, we'll go with Estadio Daniel Cidas and Carrion. You are correct. Get the Estadio Daniel Cidas Carrion is 14,370 feet high. Uh, the Municipal Stadium of the High Place is, one, is 13,419 feet high. My High Stadium, 5,280 feet high. Sabina Park, which is in Kingston, Jamaica, is 118 feet high. <laughs> but it might be higher in a different way. <laughs> so, do you, and so, do you actually those... know where that one is? That, that yes. Uh, so that is in Peru, I think, and the other one was in Bolivia. Uh, okay. One, you're right. You guys are right with where they were. So, El Alto is Bolivia, and Carrion is Peru. Yeah, it is top. probably by Mika Picchu. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just on the border of Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Okay. okay. I, I don't have to keep a running total, but we only got two out of eight. <laughs> Three, two or three. I haven't. Ch- I, I haven't been ticking. Apologies. I can go back. <laughs> if you want. We'll do it. We'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, next one is uh, this one tickled me. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, so, okay, say, can you see which country has the longest national anthem when played at sporting events? You have the United Kingdom, Uruguay, Greece, and Japan. United yes. Kingdom. They don't do like a full, full version, do they? They don't. Uh, I think Japan's quite long. I can't remember what Japan's is like. I don't know any of them. No idea. I, I can imagine Uruguay, like the South American ones, have got a bit of bolster about them. But the Greek one could be long as well, couldn't yeah. it? I, I'm tempted with Uruguay or Greece. 
So the options are United Kingdom, Uruguay, Greece or Japan for which country's got the longest national anthem and played at sporting events. Pick one, Tom. Uh, Japan. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, fine. I was thinking okay. Uruguay. Uruguay and, and, I, and I did say out, out up front that uh, I felt like I was trying to um, make it challenging, right? And also, can I give feedback now? Uh, it always feels as though Tom gets stuck with having to make decisions. When <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah okay, go, so, go with the drunk guy. Good idea. Yeah, so <laughs> Japan actually has the shortest national anthem. Any ashram in the world. I knew um, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was the shortest thing. So, yeah. Uruguay lasts roughly six minutes. It's 150 stanzas long. Greece is, is 158 stanzas long, but they adopted a shorter version for national stadium events. So, it's Uruguay, six minutes uh, of national anthem. Uh, the UK was just to bug you off. There you go. South Americans, Tony. Wow, learned something else. There we go. I mean, this is it. I apologise for being harsh, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's informative, if nothing else. Exactly. We're learning <laughs> stuff. Okay, so my first, my last, my everything. <laughs> what was the first ever international play match in any team sport? England, Scotland, Canada, USA, England, Australia, France versus Spain. And this is any sport recognized sport. Like, I don't know about, you know, um, hokey pokey, etc. but recognized sport. <laughs> so England, Scotland is renowned for being the early football fixtures. Um, 1872 but in, or something but, like that. But England, Australia was the first test match. Do you know when uh, that was? It would have been... A long time ago. Don't know. <laughs> and then after we learned about John and all the Canadian references last week. I can't think what the sport would have been between Canada and USA. Um, and France versus Spain are both, you know, historical countries, but again, I wouldn't know what sport would have been. And as we naturally consider sport to have been invented in the in England or in Britain, I'd be between England, Scotland and England, Australia, and probably find out that it's Canada, USA. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure England, Scotland in football, I'm pretty sure it was at 1870s. I've got a feeling. See, I think, when was WG Grace? Because I think that probably... 1880s? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's be bold and, and be wrong quickly. Let's go England, Australia and go cricket. You're going cricket? Well, I'm happy to go with that, actually. I like, I like the logic. England, Australia. Very good. Um, England Australia was 1877. England Scotland was 1872. That's what I said. I said that. <laughs> Canada, Canada USA was 1844. Oh, and they, wow. And, no they play, and they played cricket. Did no. They? they played cricket. Uh, France, Spain, I just threw out some countries that were old. So I have no context <laughs> to when they played each other. So uh, you talked yourself out of it again, Will. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So just to know, uh, the 30 minute alarm went off here and we've just hit halfway. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> <We're flying. laughs> it's quality over quantity, right? Oh, um, yeah. Okay, so in, in fitting to that, my next question is go long. <laughs> Who holds the longest world record? Ski jump, javelin, discus, or free drive 
feet free dive brackets no limits rules so i believe that that means they use a, a weighted sled to go down and a helium filled balloon to come back up yeah okay so this time is one where ross could have put a curveball in but i really like free dive it's ones where they basically pass out don't they and they're a mile underground underwater okay so javelin is not that long ago no, it's his longest in terms of distance. Uh, distance, is it? Uh, distance. So, <laughs> so, so longest, which one? like longest lasting. So yeah. no, longest. distance. No, no, just, just okay. who, which is okay. the furthest? The answer is free dive. I'm going free dive. I'm putting it out there. Oh, he's very confident there. I think we should. Uh, so, free dive. They go an absolute mile underground, under sure? under the water. Absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not discus because discus is shorter than javelin. Javelin is 99.8, I think it is still, or something yeah. like that. Jan Zalesny's ski jump is over 100, and you're looking at 100, and, I don't know, 108 metres, 140 Who was it that wanted us to get on with it? Was it not you? I'm done. <laughs> so, free dive can, so free dive is over 100 metres, definitely. Yeah, yeah? definitely, definitely. Okay, let's go with free dive then. Okay, so free dive is 214 metres, which is very good. Javelin... 98.48 meters, discus 74.08, ski jump 253.5. Oh, my no. word. No way. Is that no. <laughs> Jesus. I, I enjoyed researching this. Um, I've also noted that I've got two number 12s, but we'll live with that. Number 12, <laughs> perfection personified. Not quite perfection. What is the fewest number of pitches thrown in a Major League Baseball perfect game? Is it 27? 48, 74, or 103. Can't be 27, surely. Nobody's thrown at literally. So, yeah, three times three is nine, and that's for one innings. Nine times nine. It's 81. 81. So it's got to be. 103. It's got to be 103. Oh, no, 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 no. Because yeah. they don't have to be struck out. They don't have to be struck out. They could ground out. They could ground out or caught out. Yeah. So the minimum it could be is 27. That can't, no, nobody's surely done that. So, no, no. so then it's more likely to be either 48 or 74. And to be fair, the the, the, the baseball I've been exposed to now since Ross wrote me into fancy baseball all those years ago, those starting pitchers sometimes do throw sort of 60, 70, 80 pitches and get through pretty much the whole team. So I'd be between 48 and 74. And because it's the fewest, I'd go 48. I fancy 48. Yeah. Go on, Tom. Go on, 48. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to back you with that. I... 48, Ross. Okay, uh, no. Uh. Seven, 74. Uh. In 1908, <laughs> uh, he recorded a perfect game, the second in the American League history. He did 74 pitches. Um, he played for the Cleveland Maps, who I've never even heard of. So Who's he? Uh, A.D. Joss. Okay, well, that's another one that we got wrong. That's impressive. <laughs> Move on. This, this one's a beauty. <laughs> this one makes me smile. Uh, is it a bird E? Is it an albatross or is it a condor? Which golfer made the longest ever hole-in-one in PGA Tour history? Bubba Watson, Tiger Woods, Andrew McGee, Ken Duke. Do we think it's too obvious to go with the ones we've heard of? I fancy Bubba Poss as a possible Maintain that. Have you heard of Andrew McGee and Ken Duke? No. No. What do you reckon? 
I wouldn't be surprised if Ross doesn't go that these are actually the top four. Um, that Tiger and Bubba have also got long holes in one. Um, but I'd be surprised if it was Bubba or Tiger because I feel like we would remember it. So, um, to default to our usual, let's ask Tom to pick one out of Andrew and Ken. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> I will go with. Um, I will go with Ken. I've got an uncle, Ken. Oh, I've got brother Andrew. So I'll go with Ken. <laughs> right, we'll go with Ken. So, okay, so Uncle Top's brother is the logic here. Uh, okay, so you're right to ignore Bubba Watson and Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods only hit three holes once in, the, in his pro career, uh, assuming he doesn't play again. Andrew McGee hit a 332-yard uh, hole-in-one on a par four at the 17th hole on TPC Scottsdale. Uh, it actually hit another player's putter on the way in because uh, the guy was on the green <laughs> and he was to, to happen. Uh, Ken Duke, I googled golfers that I would never heard of, and uh, oh, you were kidding me! <laughs> because because if I had three people I knew of and one that I didn't, I knew that you'd pick the one I, you'd never heard of. That makes sense. Uh, so and you also oh, googled Tom's distant relatives. I have yeah. I have Tom's family tree up. And your uncle <laughs> Kenneth is uh, one of my second favorite people. Uh, okay, next question 14. Uh, money, money, money. Which professional sport league pays its players the most on average? And I've gone for five or six? Six. Six. It's a lot of, lot, lot of sides of them. Um, the Indian Premier League, Major League Baseball, National Basketball League, the English. Premier League, uh, Premier League, National Football League, and La Liga. Okay, so it's the, it's one of the two Americans. It's either Major League or IPL is or basketball. Pretty well paid, isn't it? Um, so my only thing with like ba- baseball and basketball is you've well to take baseball, you've got massive squads, you've got people on massive money, then you've got the lower people who are like forty team rosters. Those, those, not everyone is going to be on massive money there, surely. Does basketball not have that big a roster, though? Cause you've only got... Yeah, so basketball's got less players. Um, the Indian Premier League, they only play for the teams for one season and they have to include native players. So they don't all have the major stars that get paid the big bucks. How many players per team? Like cricket. 11. Well, no, for an IP, no, but. I think yep. it's. I think they can have like six or seven overseas players, but they have to play four Indian players, something like okay. that. But they, do they only have eleven players per team, or is it? No, they'll well? have a they'll have a squad, but only a squad of about fifteen. Okay. La Liga, I think, will be more than Premier, possibly more than Premier League, just because taxes. No, there's no tax laws in Spain. <laughs> uh, this is pre-tax. You're talking pre-tax. If you're talking pre-tax, then Premier English Premier League definitely because because of the massive tax they have to pay them more. I don't know. Oh. Maybe oh. basketball. Maybe. Oh, I thought you had a bit of a theory behind the Premier League then. But again, big squads, Premier League squads. Some of them are on YTS schemes. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to in a first team squad. You're looking 25, 30 players. And, and Some of them on lower wages. A baseball roster is something like 40 players in their roster. 40, yeah, 40. 25 until September, then it goes up to 40. Yeah. 
which won't bring the average down. <laughs> <laughs> I like basketball because there's less players, but maybe that's too high. I, I, Can I you debate this for a while while I go for a wee? This is. <laughs> I thought. I thought. But I thought, go for it, Tom. You go for it. Go for it, Tom. I thought. I thought Major League was the best paid sport because um, even the lesser players seem to get multi-million pound deals and you've saved this seat about the Indian Premier League now which has thrown me but I definitely think I would have gone for Major League but then they have got bigger squads so I think therefore we should go for NBA Alright we'll go with NBA we'll wait for Tom to come back <laughs> Do we have to? Well we've got to let him uh, revel in the, the joy or the disappointment of it all Okay, let's hope it's a quick week. You still on this one? <laughs> well, we, we picked an answer. We were just waiting for you to come back to enjoy it. So, okay, it's so Tom's back. We've decided to go with NBA. And the answer is NBA. Yes. Um, here is a graph. Oh, look at that. Visualize. Look at that. IPL, see um, second there, Will. Yeah. IPL, Major League Baseball, EPL, NFL, La Liga. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cash money is in the NBA because of the, you're right, because of the fewer players. Good the, stuff. We did the, well to work that out. Okay, uh, let's go to the next question. And I love this question. So, Will would hopefully recognize that I live what I would define as the champagne lifestyle, uh, pretty much at all times. Um, and so, the question I have is bubbles. Roughly, what is the value of champagne sprayed by Lewis Hamilton during his podium celebrations? Because I don't know about his social life um, through his career to date. Is it 50,000, 150,000, 500,000, See, I yeah. thought this was going to be how much you do tip your Uber driver. But, uh... <laughs> nothing. Nothing. He's got nothing. No... Yeah. <laughs> right. Does anyone know how much a bottle of champagne costs? Oh, I, can yeah, do, I, I can try and do some maths again then. <laughs> <laughs> do we think they give him a decent bit of plonk, or do you think because it's like just being sprayed? They're quite big. It's, it's like six quid. It's Lambrini. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. I'd be all over that. Um, well, Will, what do you think? Uh, How much is a bottle of champagne? A decent one. How many podiums does he have? He must have hundreds. Sure. He's got. Well, he's got ninety. 90 something wins podium wise I, th- I can't remember the exact number I've, I've got a feeling it's in the 140s not much of a connoisseur but I now feel like I'm playing up against Ross and therefore I'm trying to think why he would have put this question in so I'm going down the route that the Champagne Air in Formula 1 is expensive Hamilton's won a lot therefore it's the most surprising answer i.e. it's 750,000 so if it's seven hundred fifty thousand, I reckon that's gonna be around five to six grand a bottle. That's plausible. I'm gonna rule out fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna rule out fifty grand. Yeah. I reckon it's one of. But the it's a three. it's a magnum they're giving them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're quite they're big ones. They're big ones as well. They're not. They're yeah. not like it's not like a you know a, a small one. They they are big ones. Yeah. So you're looking at a grand a bottle, three and a half grand a bottle, five to six grand a bottle. Yeah. I like World's Logic, 
So we'll go in 750. Go on. Yeah, go on. We'll go for Shame. 750k. It was not 750k. Oh. Uh, a magnum of mum is about £270 a bottle. While mum was sponsoring Lewis Hamilton, he won 104 podiums. So that's 28 grand. This is where it got interesting. Carbon sponsored the bottle for three years. Uh, they were three grand a bottle, and he got a podium 47 times. And then a magnum of Moe uh, is the most recent one, and that is about 75 quid a bottle uh, at Selfridges. So roughly 136k. So I rounded up to 150k just to keep it sort of together. Mm. So. Um, I think I've got into World's Head and I'm haunted. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Entirely why I wanted to do this. Um, now, the research, I must have gone into this. It's like homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, eh? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we're down to four more questions, I think. Final stretch, boys. Final stretch. Final stretch. Here you go. Okay, this one's a good one. Coin toss. How many times has this coin land on tails? It's Super Bowl coin toss history. Okay. Yeah. Is it 25, 35, 45, or 55? I mean, logic would tell you 55 because it's tails never fails. (laughs) uh... Do you reckon it's land on tails every single time? (laughs) Do you imagine? (laughs) I mean, law of averages says it wouldn't, but. I reckon it has more than it hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. 35, 45, 55. 45 seems such a lot, like the only 10 that it would be like heads. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what Super Bowl we are. I got this wrong the other day. No, yeah. 55. It's 55. <laughs> I got it wrong. The Will, what do you reckon? More or less than half. I'm going to be led by Tom and his greater knowledge on Super Bowls. <laughs> they got wrong last night. I mean, they don't really bring it up in America's games. It's a problem. Yeah. Documentary I watch. Forty-five. Yeah, I, I'd say thirty-five. Right, well, you got to choose thirty-five or forty-five. Uh, thirty-five. Going thirty-five. Thirty-five is correct. Yes. On there. Not my stuff. I made Super Bowls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, next question. That's fast. What is the fastest moving object in any sport? A golf ball, a high la- high ally ball, a badminton sh- shuttlecock, a squash ball, just a rubber stand leaving the ground. <laughs> they don't tend to leave the ground really. I'm, from what I witness, they, um, they go and challenge a police horse in the ground. <laughs> um, so obviously not that one. Do you know what a Jai Alai ball is? Jai I can't remember what Jai is. Do you want me to tell you? Does that help? You can, but yeah. probably won't. Give but... us a bit more context, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Uh, so they wear a basket on their arm that they use to launch like squash against a wall. So you would have seen it in Transworld Sport roughly 30 years ago. Uh, <laughs> And they um, they catch the ball in this long sort of pointy basket and launch it back at the wall and then catch it again. Yeah, okay, sounds vaguely familiar. So I I'm, I think I'm going to rule that one out just because that's using normal force from a human being, whereas yeah. something like a you know squash ball you get an extra force with a racket, and somebody with a golf ball. 
COD 4 seems the obvious one, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Squash balls are pretty. You can hit them pretty damn hard and fast. Maybe summoning, because I think golf ball, to me, golf ball's the obvious one. Um, yeah, shuttlecock can't be, surely. Will's gone suspiciously quiet. I think he's concentrating on something else. <laughs> Not, at <all. laughs> Not at all. Undivided attention. Um... <laughs> so, only three more. so we've got three more to go. Come on, uh, get I, th- I think it's possibly squash ball. I was thinking squash. A shuttlecock moves quite quickly, but not for very long. Squash and golf, but I, yeah. Out of I those, I would pick squash out of those. Squash, yeah, I think squash. We'll go squash. Okay, uh, nope. <laughs> badminton. Uh, the badminton shuttlecock is the fastest recorded object in sport. While testing a new racket technology in 2013, Malaysia's Tan Boon Huang set a new record 493 kilometers per hour for this match. Blimey. Uh, which is nuts. Okay. Uh, next one. Can we go home yet? What is the longest sporting event? Which of these epic sporting events took the longest? Isner versus Mahout, the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Chicago White Sox, or Taylor versus Davis? Isn't Mahout was quite long, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so... but that's only by stat by tennis standards. Dennis oh. Taylor went on and on and on, and it's it's a two day final anyway, isn't it? Isn't Mahout was like three four days, wasn't it? No, it was it was. Did it go into the third day? They played one solid day, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got a feeling it was two days. What was the final score now? Wasn't it like seventy something? Six says 78 76 or something stupid like that. Yeah. And that was just what's, the last that was just the last set. <laughs> what's going on with that baseball game? Would they, <laughs> they ever do that? Do you think they ever used to do it where they would just push it on to like the next day until they Are we talking about a single game there? So this Brewers is versus White Sox or the whole No, I guess this individual game just game time and for all of it so it's, so it's not obviously the game's paused they've gone home just have a kip that doesn't count right this yeah, is yeah. Right, this is very much in just game time in game time in all three events okay but is that a single milwaukee brewers white Sox game or like a it whole is, yeah. series no, no, not, not just a whole a single, series just one game yeah. just one game so i hear so taylor davis was a long one Eisner Mahout was, I said, it was five sets and the last one went to like 70 games each. Yeah. I don't know. My gut would go with, I would go with tennis would be my guess if I was on there. Yeah. Will, what's your guess? I think it's Dennis Taylor. Tom, deciding vote. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the tennis. Yeah, I'll go tennis. Okay. And fourth on this list is this quiz. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, tennis took 11 hours, 5 minutes, game time. The baseball was 8 hours, 6 minutes. Uh, Taylor versus Davis was 15 hours. So, unfortunately, Will. Uh, well. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> tennis, I thought the tennis was longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Just, just only 11 hours of tennis uh, for one match. Will's still very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's taking um, the individual victory. Uh, 
the irony is that the next one is called Done in a Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Usain Bolt broke the 100 meter world record in 2009, recorded a time of 9.58 seconds. What was his peak speed in kilometers per hour? 35.78, 44 74.72, 49.10, 50.02 kilometers per hour. Well, I'm getting you my calculator. Right. I've heard that you're good at maths. And I'm okay. You can convert it into miles per hour. Divide by 1.6, simple, isn't it? No. <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> just working this out. Oh, right, it's too all over this. Right. Before you got old, this would have already been worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, his average speed for that 35.58 kilometres an hour average speed. So it's more than 35.78. I, I think 50 is too much. Peak speed. <laughs> I'm doing some more quick maths in a minute. <laughs> is this like trying to convert it into miles per hour or just <laughs> yeah. the maths quiz? I think it, I think it's thirty-five point seven eight. Because he takes a while, doesn't he? To like, he never usually starts well. But Even when world record, I don't think he did. When you see rugby players doing a sprint on like a YouTube video, and there was one of Hog, wasn't there, from the Lions game the other day? I think he topped out at like twenty-one miles an hour. So just converting that to kilometres, I think that's 35, isn't it, G? 33. Yeah, so I think if this is you saying... It's going to be a lot of so, uh, so, I think it's 35. So 44, uh, 44 kilometres an hour, that would be, we do 100 metres in just You're seeing eight Hog seconds. is nearly as fast as you seen. <laughs> no, he's just, give, he's just giving it's an example. top speed. So I said, if if it if did the whole thing in forty four point seven four four sorry forty four point seven two kilometers an hour, he would finish it in about eight seconds. Yeah, but this is him just like I say, he starts off slow, then he hits a, he hits a top speed. So how long how, how long do we think to get to top? How long do we think to get to top speed? Probably two seconds. Yeah, uh, twenty yeah uh, twenty thirty meters before he's at two, two to three seconds. <sighs> I, 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 maybe 49.1? Yeah, that or 44.72. <laughs> it's one of the 40s. I... Will, what do you reckon? What's your guess? Well, I was going 35.78, but you're the ones doing the math, so you choose, G. I think 35.78 is too, too slow. Yeah, I think he's quicker than that. There's an irony, an irony in this question being done <laughs> <laughs> in, in a flash. Will. <laughs> Well, you recognise why I put this at the end. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say forty-nine point one. Tom, up to you if you want to go with that or we'll argue it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to go with that. <laughs> we'll go forty-nine point one. So it was uh, forty-four point seven two. Yeah. Thirty-five point seven eight was actually the average speed, I believe. That's why I put that one in there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good math though, uh, reasonable, reasonable stuff. And then the rest of it just to mess with you guys. <laughs> okay, last one. Going, going, gone. And this is when you can just pull the coin out. In American football and rugby union, you can score points by opting to kick a field goal or converting a penalty. Which sport has the longer, longest conversion in a professional match, rugby or NFL? Any idea what the longest NFL will be, Tom? Oh, I think it's about 60. 
meet 60 something meters 67 i want to say <laughs> i was gonna say thorburns was about that i don't know if his is the longest or not though someone's else beating his i mean the problem with these is it goes it gets handed down through the years and it's about six miles now. <laughs> um, I mean, his was that. his was massive. It was in yeah. the own half. It was it was definitely sixty five ish. I try to remember because I think somebody tried measured it or like you know with the angles and stuff and worked it out. It was topping off just under seventy, so it was around the 67, 68 meter mark. So what I've learned from this quiz is that actually Ross hasn't been trying to shaft us. So I think he likes us. He knows we like rugby. Therefore, the answer to this is rugby. Yeah. I think I'm sure, like, I, yeah, I've been to, I'm sure I got a couple of years ago the NFL one. I think it might have even been Graham Gano, who's a Scottish um, born yeah. kicker, playing for the Carolina Panthers. So I'm I don't sure know, I, I, don't, I don't know if Thorburn's is definitely the longest. I don't know if anyone else has beaten it, but potentially I think there might be, somebody might have, have a longer one. It might be around the 71, 72 metre mark. Should we go rugby? Yeah, I think rugby. Let's go rugby. Got rugby right. It was 70 yards, 8.5 inches. The NFL was 64 yards. Who who were they? Oh. I think Thorburn, but I'm just literally putting that up. Yeah, Thorburn. And was it Graham Gano? Uh, I will have to look that back as well. That one I didn't take notes on. I figured this was my last question, boys. I was in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had some other horrible questions. You guys got the nice questions as well. Uh, no, Prater. It was in Denver. Oh, Prater. Yeah, yeah. It's always in Denver. So yeah, of course it was in Denver. But yeah, they got they got no air there, so we just he's <laughs> going. Right. Okay. So end of the quiz. Should we uh, do a quick count back and see how many we actually got right? We got six out of twenty. That is not. Of average, it might be above average for the quiz. Is that thirty-eight percent? It's thirty percent. Are you going to put this one on Sporkle? Want me to? I can do. Right, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. No, put, on, put on Sporkle, and we'll see what everyone else gets. Exactly. At the end of the season. I'll have to get a uh, Sporkle count in that, but yeah, no problem. Right. Well, thanks for a good quiz. Oh, yeah, so uh, you're thank welcome. you very much. We, we definitely learned a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that we definitely didn't know before. No, <laughs> and we'll have you back again as well. Uh, but I'll come up with a kind of questions, maybe next time. Maybe I think Let's so. See. I think it has so. to be okay. Cool. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Give us a follow on Twitter, Average Quiz Pod on Instagram, Above Average Quiz Pod on Facebook, Above Average Sports Quiz Thing. And of course, you can uh, listen to the episode again and all our previous ones on our website, aboveaveragesportsquiz.com. We'll finish there. Tom, thanks for joining as usual. Not a problem. Always a pleasure. Will, thanks for joining as well. Likewise, it was an absolute pleasure and a massive thanks to Ross. Big congrats on setting a very challenging quiz that was very enjoyable. Thank you very much, Ross. You're welcome. I may listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you again next time. Cheerio. Cheers. I see what Ross is wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, boys. See you later. <laughs>